listening to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Welcome to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale, the weekly radio talk show where we unwrap and reveal the secrets that successful people use, and you can too. Available at successunwrappedradio.com. This podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting.com. Part of business, we have to go to meetings, but it can be a real waste of time and money. And we know time is money. If you're driving two hours for a one-hour meeting or flying to headquarters for a half-day training session, you could be saving time and money by meeting online with GoToMeeting. You can invite people to meet you online. They can see your computer screen on their monitor. You can meet as long as you want, as often as you need, for one flat rate. You can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days with no credit card required by visiting GoToMeeting.com and typing in the promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com and type in PODCAST. Try GoToMeeting free today with no credit card needed. My special guest this week is the goal guru, Jill Koenig, best-selling author, coach, motivational speaker, and America's top goal strategist, an expert on goal setting, time management, and leadership. She has been coaching and mentoring leaders, entrepreneurs, and small business owners for over 10 years. She writes an uplifting daily newspaper column that's syndicated in 21 newspapers. Her articles have been published in numerous magazines. And she's the founder of America's Largest Goal e-zine at GoalGuru.com and the companion blog at GoalBlog.com. Jill is also host of the Goal Guru radio show and the creator of the Time Commandments Time Management Audio Program. Her newest book is called Goal Rush. Jill, thank you so much for being here today to help us unwrap the secrets of goal setting and time management. Thank you, Heather. I'm thrilled to be here. What exactly makes you the goal guru? Well, I I don't know that I'm the goal guru, but all I know is I am so passionate about being a messenger and helping people learn how to set goals better and how to achieve them better and have fun doing it. So, you know, I just came up with that little mantra just for fun to make it fun for me as I go through my day-to-day business. You know, Guru is simply a teacher. And, you know, I know a lot of people throw the name around like it's a god or something like that. But really, a guru is just a teacher. And I love teaching and I love mentoring. And uh, it just really fits the bill. And I like it. You mentioned having fun. How important is it to have fun when we're setting and achieving our goals? Having fun is everything. One of the reasons that most people don't achieve their goals is because they're not having fun. Maybe a person sets a goal to acquire a lot of expensive possessions and, um, you know, it might be nice to have a nice sports car, a nice convertible or a you know, big mansion or something like that. But if they're having to go through a grind every day and it's just wearing down on them because really they're not having fun in the day-to-day pursuit, you know, that's just not what life's all about. and It's going to really stop a person from ever having real success at achieving the goal. What is the most effective way to set and to achieve our goals? Well, you know, there's a lot of different strategies out there, and I think every person should try to find, look into goal setting and find a blueprint that works for them. For me, I try to keep it simple where you could sit down and write your goals on paper. And even if you had thought of your greatest dream, your biggest life's ambition, if you at the start could sit down with a piece of paper and just answer a few simple questions, 
you'll be able to determine whether or not it's a goal you really can commit to. So, for example, you know, part of my formula, part of my simple strategy is first to decide exactly what you want. And that means, you know, describing it in clear detail. So, if you want, you know, a certain income for the next year, you write down what that income is and when you want to achieve it. And, and it's really important to write it on paper because that unlocks a certain mechanism of our subconscious mind. And a lot of people don't get that, so they don't do that. But it's so important. And then the second step would be to affirm why you want it. And that would be thinking about what your own personal, they have to be deeply personal reasons that are yours and yours alone. Now, now they might be reasons that will benefit other people, and that's great. A lot of times that gets people up off their hind quarters and into action more than if it were just for themselves because you really want to think about who you can share the goals with. But the why is crucial because the more internal motivation you have, the more energy you're going to have. And that's why, you know, when we go through life, we can't let other people determine our goals because ultimately we're the ones who have to get up in the morning invigorated and happy about doing it. And your, your chances are going to be that much greater of successfully achieving that goal. And then the third simple step in the process would be to define some of the actions that you need to take in order to achieve it. Jot them down on the same piece of paper that you wrote down your goal and you wrote down your reasons. And then the fourth step would be to schedule those actions in your calendar. A lot of people never sit down and actually put the steps into a sequential order and they never carry them out. And it's just, you know, a simple thing that a lot of people do to sabotage themselves. And then the fifth thing is just to do it. And that's to follow through and, and carry out your plan. Now, there are so many smaller details that you could add in, but but basically if you did that on one piece of paper and you covered those five things, you would really have the makings of a magnificent blueprint. It wouldn't be a blank canvas anymore. There would really be some meat to the masterpiece for you to go out and create. Why is it important to write it down? I honestly don't know. Um, I learned it over my lifetime and when I was in my early 20s, I went to a Brian Tracy seminar, and he gave us an assignment. And he said, you know, a certain percentage of people in the world who write their goals down, which is 3%, 3% of the people in the world only write their goals down. The other 97% don't even bother to do that. And, uh, you know, it hit me, and I thought, well, how crazy is that? If writing it down is going to really catapult my chances of achieving some things, then I'd be a fool not to do that. It's free. And it only takes a few minutes. So I did, and he had us write them down in the seminar on a piece of paper. And he said, you know what? You don't even have to look at this piece of paper again. Tuck it away somewhere, and maybe in six months or a year, pull it out and take a look at it. And I did that. I wrote it down. I totally never thought about it. One day, I was going through my calendar, and it was a year later, and I found that piece of paper. Doggone it, if I hadn't achieved like 8 out of 10 of the things that I had written down, and I was a believer, and I still do that to this day. Wow. So it's not writing it down to keep track of it and remind yourself. It's writing it down just for the simple act of writing it down. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with with reminding yourself. I have things all over my study where I work at home and in my calendar, and I use a lot of visuals to keep things in the forefront of my mind so I don't get distracted. Kind of like programming yourself. But, you know, really, I don't know why it's so magical, but it works, and it works if you work it. So it's something I'll continue to do and encourage other people to do, too. Now, you mentioned that the why is important. There's a lot of debate over how important is the how. What do you think? Well, I think the how is important, but really, you see, nobody can give you motivation. Uh, motivation has to be something internal because every person's different. And what motivates me might be different than what motivates you or somebody else. And that's okay. But it's our job, really, to figure out what that is. What is that thing or those things that really give us juice, that propel us, that are kind of like the fuel in our fine-tuned Ferrari? Because you could have the most beautiful car in the world, and if there's no gas in the tank, you know, really, what good is it? And there are a lot of people out there who are just kind of randomly, blindly going through the days and they don't even know why they're doing it. They never stopped and took the time to think about what they wanted and why they wanted it. And, you know, really, people can rattle off goals that they want to achieve, and and people every day I hear rattle off things they want to acquire, but the ultimate truth is that very few people are ever going to find fulfillment in possession. And that's why your why... It's so important because if you can't find a compelling reason for what it is that you're doing, then you could really get it and achieve it and be miserable. And so part of that is the basic path of self-discovery for each person when you start to learn how to ask yourself that question and evaluate your life and, and maybe get a little bit more spiritual with yourself and Be honest with yourself, and maybe you'll find that the possessions that you wrote down that you wanted to acquire maybe really aren't things that matter to you. Maybe your why for, you know, running a home-based business or writing a book or achieving something maybe is ultimately so that you can have more quality time with your family or be able to experience, you know, some of the treasures of the world like travel and meeting interesting people and uncovering your potential and you know a lot of people really once they dig into understanding their own internal motivation they can achieve anything because that's what powers you it's not about the what as much it is about the why so how attached should we get to our originally conceived idea about what it might look like to achieve that goal and how much should we just be open to whatever comes along That is a beautiful question. I think it's different for every person based on what's happening along the way. There might be something that a person believes that they can't live without. And as they get closer, they just might find it's ultimately not what they wanted. And I believe everybody has the right to change their direction because ultimately it is up to us to design our life. And there's no shame in uh, stopping and taking a look and kind of weighing and measuring, 
you know, what you're doing every day and is it taking you where you want to go or maybe, you know, like for example, um, I heard a story about somebody who, when they were a kid, they played an instrument, I think the trombone, and they played the trombone for like a month and they hated it. So they went to their dad and then their dad said, okay, well, what do you want to do? And he said, I don't know, maybe I'll try the guitar, play the guitar for a month. And he didn't like that. Well, sometimes you've got to try a few different things, and it's okay if you realize that it, maybe it's not where your heart is, or maybe you're not as passionate about it as you thought that you were. And, you know, in my opinion, I think that's great because then you're, you know, you're one step closer to what it is that you really do want, and that's something that really will give you pleasure and, you know, what I talk about all the time is fulfillment. You shouldn't be locked into something that doesn't bring you joy. And that's not to say that you're not going to have struggles and you're not going to have, you know, some challenges that you encounter along the way, even if you are pursuing something that you're passionate about. But what we know is if it's truly joyful, you're actually going to appreciate the challenges when you go through them. And you're going to battle them with more strength and more determination and more vigor and more commitment if you're really, you know, ultimately passionate about what you're doing. And, and sometimes the ultimate destination and the ultimate goal does change a little bit. And sometimes it changes a lot. And sometimes the direction that you go, if you alter it, is so much better than what you originally thought you wanted in the first place. So you, it's part of knowing yourself. It's part of being in touch with what drives you and what feeds you and, and, again, what brings you joy and what brings you fulfillment. And having the courage sometimes to go to those scary places when you don't know where you're going to end up. Yeah, that's actually a big key. And I think it's the fear that stops a lot of people from going past a certain point and actually achieving their goals. How would you suggest overcoming that fear? Ooh, Fear. Doggone it. That nasty fear. You know, the, the great thing about fear is, you know, I don't know how many people have done this before, but if you've ever gone to, you know, a Tony Robbins event, he has a fire walk and a lot of people, you know, by the way, a fire walk is when they lay hot coals out for you, like 20 feet long, and you roll up your pant legs and you do a few exercises to get ready and you walk across them. And it's the kind of thing where most people, you know, sitting at home or sitting in their car or listening on their iPod or whatever, they would not be able to fathom doing that. But if you have a coach and you have a mentor and you have a guide and you see that other people did something and they didn't get burned and they didn't die, and not only did they do that, but they have a little something extra that kind of something ignited in them because they did it, well then you understand that fear is this this little mystery thing that you can conquer. Now, sometimes fear is good. You know, if you're walking in a dark alley and, and you see somebody and you get the creeps and you're a little bit frightened, well, that's good fear and you should you should alter that. And part of discovering yourself, I think, is kind of learning that intuitive aspect of what is a fear that I need to heed and modify my behavior on and what's a fear that it's really just that little voice inside, that little self-sabotage voice that I need to just burst through and break through. 
And uh, it's interesting, I came across a great quote today by Norman Vincent Peale, and I think this sums it up pretty accurately. And it says, action is a great restorer and builder of confidence. Inaction is not only the result, but the cause of fear. So any action is better than no action at all. And I think that, you know, a lot of people just, they're so afraid of everything that they're paralyzed. And in the meantime, their life is just flashing right before their eyes, and they're not happy. Deep down inside, they're not happy. And um, people just need to learn how to do what it is that they're afraid of. You know, like Norman Vincent Peale said, I think action is the key to that. Because when you're actually doing something, you really don't have a lot of time to sit there and dwell on the fear. time that people dwell on the fear is when they're sitting around worrying about it. And most of the things human beings worry about never happen at all. And in my opinion, you know, time is precious. And that time that you spent worrying, you could have spent investing in something positive and thinking about something positive. And at some point in every person's life, hopefully, they come to the understanding that we're in control of our thoughts. And we can choose a happier, more positive thought, or we can choose that worrying thought. But I think ultimately, worrying doesn't really do a lot of good. It's not a very productive feeling. And so I think if you can work on putting the kibosh on that, then you're going to be you're going to be successful in a lot of things. It's interesting when you talk about the firewalk because we can see by doing a simple experiment that fire burns. So it's not that it's an unfounded belief that just, you know, came out of craziness that fire doesn't burn you and and we're all crazy for thinking it does. So at what point does the mind take over and actually allow us to overcome what physically we can demonstrate would happen and become like a mind over matter type of thing? Well, you know, that's interesting. I actually used to be a firefighter, so I understand more than most people, fire is very dangerous. People do get hurt. People do get burned in day-to-day life. Firefighters get hurt. They get burned. But there's something about how you can program yourself and how you can condition yourself and the state that you could put yourself in that is, I don't know how to describe it. I, I encourage everyone to experience it at least once in your life because really, you can put yourself in a state of mind to achieve almost anything, whether it's taking karate and chopping your hand through wood or jumping out of an airplane or just doing all kinds of things that they're fear. There's also a certain element of breaking through that fear. And when you see that other people do it and not only do they survive it, but they're better for having done it, well, Life can change for you, and you realize that really nothing is impossible. Nothing at all is impossible. You can visit Jill's website at goalguru.com. And I hope you've enjoyed the first segment of our interview. But it's not over. There's a full 200% more than what you just heard where we delve deeper into these success principles. To unwrap the full interview and get lots more tools for success, just sign up to become a Success Unwrapped member on any level you choose at successunwrapped.com slash members. 
This has been Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of Success Unwrapped, helping you to unwrap and discover your own potential for success. Until next time, keep unwrapping. I'm Heather Vale. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network at Blueberry.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com.